You are listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Review Podcast. We find little nuggets, treasures, valuable pieces of gold in the Joe Rogan Experience Podcast and pass them on to you, perhaps expand a little bit. We are not associated with Joe Rogan in any way. Think of us as the talking dead to Joe's walking dead. Enjoy the show. Podcast. You're listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Review. What a bizarre thing we've created. Now with your host. Adam Thorne. This might either be the worst podcast or the best one Two, of all time. One, go. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Joe Rogan Universe, formerly Joe Rogan Review. Joined as ever by my buddy Garrett. How you doing, buddy? What is up, folks? How you doing? Now, I uh, got some great guests from last week. Lawrence Wright. We've got Dr. Mark Gordon and Andrew Ma. That one is about as thick as a podcast gets with information. <laughs> and uh, Phil, how do you say his Demars, name? Phil Demars, I think. Demars. Demars, I be- okay. I believe. Phil. Then there was, there was obviously the wrestler. And um, who was the other guy? You said the Icarus uh, guys. I didn't get around to those two, to tell you the truth. R- yeah, the idea. Icarus the Icarus guy, Brian Fogle. So Jordan Burroughs and Brian Fogel, and, the, and those those were great podcasts too. But because there's five for the week, we're just gonna yeah. we're just gonna run over the first three, and uh, but the other two definitely worth listening to. Um, so Lawrence Wright, uh, fascinating guy, great to listen to. I thought, yeah, like he's a young seventy three, older young guy, seventy three. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, but like wise, yeah, and and well thought out uh, he had just <clears throat> like a storybook way of talking like you just listen to him for a long time you know what he's saying is wise and honest and for and sure. legit you yeah. know it just comes comes across he's like a, so he's like a joe jack, jack of all trades go ahead i'm sorry oh for sure i mean talented guy um joe knew of him because of a book he wrote about scientology um, kind of pointing out all the pitfalls of the insanity of it. Right. Um, and yeah, and Joe bought that book, Dianetics, which is like the Scientology <laughs> book back in the day. Thank God Joe didn't become a Scientologist. Oh, Imagine would, how different the world would be. He'd be over the top on that, too. I don't. I think he's more, yeah. obviously more level-headed. I, that just seems like... <sighs> Yeah, but who knows? Maybe if they got him young, they could have indoctrinated him, and he'd be he'd be full on Scientology. <laughs> like, uh, uh, you know what I mean? I wonder at what point you're like, you can. Was there any time take a step back and? <clears throat> was there any time? On. Was there any time in your life that you were like, kind of? I don't want to say sucked in. There was a time in my life where I was super Christian. Like I was trying to like spread the word when I was a young kid. Mm. Was there ever a time? No, like that? I mean. I, I didn't grow up religious in England, right. and and I I tried it when I moved to America because everybody was a Christian, you know. And I'm in high school, right? So I'm like, yeah, I'll try this, right. but I it just never never stuck. I figured I could have went. It always just way. seemed like a fantasy, right? Yeah, I kind of came to that realization towards the end of high school. It was just like, what are we doing? <clears throat> I don't have anything. Against, yeah. I don't. I don't have anything against religion. I think that it's a good place for people to start and a good place for people to like draw upon and it's a good book but 
like the idea that you have something figured out that somebody else doesn't have figured out based on a group of ideas that this group tells you is right just seems a bit naive people just like answers though yeah that's true you know they like answers they like to be told like oh we do this and this and then and then this will help your life right. and this is the answer and here's forgiveness right. and you live forever <laughs> it's like it sounds pretty good right like i'll take it right uh yeah yes and no there's <laughs> i see that <coughs> but <coughs> it definitely seems like some f- fucked up shit going on with scientology though yeah man the, the, the i mean just straight out the gate like the amount that's you invest in to be part of it just seems like ugh, puts a bad taste in your mouth right out the gate yeah, wasn't Joe saying that his one neighbor had to pay like fifty thousand dollars for something? Oh, it's some out- outlandish. I mean, you can't be. You, there's no poor Scientologists. Let's just put it that way. Right. right. <laughs> they want the rich. Ones. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't think they uh, appeal to that market. How creepy did you think it was that they hire the private investigators to like follow people around and harass them? I mean, I feel like that's coinciding with the whole deal. It's like you got to cover your track, so it's like clearly you're not doing something that's by the I mean those things have been ridiculed and like forever I mean even Christianity has like the traveling man that goes to get the money it's like when it comes down to finances and you know that that's the driving force behind it it seems you're gonna have to cover some tracks <laughs> is a good way to put it because there's gonna be some loose ends and you think that's what it is? It's just like total control. Of I think. The, I think that's the message, right? I mean, I think that's even like a thing. Like a thing Excuse about. Me. I mean, I don't want to like refer to Epstein, but he would like get some dirt on somebody that they didn't want getting out, and that was like the one thing that he could hang on to, if anything ever went down. Mm. Oh, I see what you're so saying. So I, I feel like they always want to have something in their back pocket. You know what I mean? Yeah. A little bit of a safety net. Without a doubt. Like, that's kind of, I guess that's how, what's his name, J. Edgar Hoover, the guy that used to run the FBI. Right. Was it the FBI or the CIA? Pretty sure FBI. One of the two, I'm not sure. But that's how, yeah, that's how he kept, like, his power and, like, increased it, is yeah. he had dirt on everybody. That just never seems like a, it's going to end well. But, yeah, that seems to be the only approach to get people to keep quiet if you got something else on them. Yeah, I just can't relate to that, no. really. Like, imagine doing that with your, like, friend group. Right. You're trying It'd to be so strange. Hold you're, it. like, the guy that has all the secrets, and you're like, dude, you better be cool with me, otherwise I'll tell everyone you shit your pants that one time. <laughs> I mean, that is an awful guy to be, first of all, because nobody likes you. Second of all, why, how could you ever sleep well being that guy? That's just, ugh. But that's what I'm saying. Like, why does it work in other I don't know. I, life? I, that's, a, like, that's a great question. I don't. I don't think that it's functional. I'll tell you that. I mean got to be a scary existence (laughs) to say the least to say the least especially i mean having that like kind of stress on your mind has to just fuck with your body too it's got to fuck with everything to have that kind of stress unless you're a sociopath which i guess that would be the only justification for a lot of the behavior that people tend to do in those places of power right do you think you have any dirt that's big enough for someone to be able to control you at least for a period of time uh, I feel like I'm fairly transparent. If somebody asks me a question, I tell you the answer. I, I don't. Ha- I don't have a whole lot to hide. Like I've, I've been caught for some stupid shit, and I've also made some good decisions in my life. So I mean, I, I, <clears throat> it's all one thing. But I don't think that there's something that that's dirt on me. No, I, I try and be fairly transparent. I think. What about yourself? 
I, you know, I've done plenty of dumb shit. Right. But I, that's what I'm I, saying. I've done I talk dumb. about it pretty freely. Right, you know? right, right. Like, I, I don't have too much shame about it. I mean, maybe if I did something more heinous, I'd be more concerned. I feel like it's good but, to look back on those moments and see them as, like, learning, like, lessons. You know what I mean? As far as... As long as you take them as a learning situation and ad- mm. adapt it to your life, it's, it can't necessarily be a bad thing because you had to learn that lesson. So, I don't know. Not all those are bad. I like learning from other people's mistakes now that I've gotten older. It's much easier and much more rewarding to be like, all right, don't fuck up there. And right. <laughs> I think taking responsibility for the dumb shit you've done is, is an important part of not doing it again. Absolutely. Absolutely. It seems that way. Right. Do you think that Scientology um, got really big in L.A. just, like, in a lot of ways because of the kinds of people that are there? Like, they say on the, they, they said on the podcast, like, L.A. is the way it is because a bunch of people from different places move there to kind of be famous. And the pursuit of fame is such a strange and interesting one that it creates a kind of malleable type of individual it's like do whatever it takes to get to that spot I know right believe whatever I need to and then all of a sudden Scientology comes along and you're like hey you can make me famous I'll do anything you say right that's a good question I mean it it seems very plausible right because you think about I mean I I give that some thought too like like Joe was talking about comedians come out here because they were trying to be funny that's like a whole art and don't get me wrong acting is an art as well but like, when you're coming out here just to, like, if you got a Geico commercial, boy, you made it. It's like, wow. Like, that's a rough existence sometimes. And not to be critical, because those people are making money and doing what they want to do. But, I don't know. <clears throat> it just seems like an odd thing. To, I don't know. I've wanted to do it, too, so well, th- I don't know. Think of the differences between, like, the actors you know and any stand-ups that you know. Like, the stand-ups are almost encouraged to be more themselves, right. even through controversy. Totally. Where the actors, it's the opposite. Without a Don't doubt. be yourself. Don't be, be a hollow right. shell. And just do and, and conform as hard as you can. Exactly. That's kind and of don't express any critical thought. Right. I mean, that's kind of the deal. Like, jump into the character. So, the good ones can do that. That's for sure. I mean, mm. <clears throat> I hate to say that, but that's part of the game. That's why everybody can't do it. So, I don't know. You it's think a- also, also things like the Scientology part is, is like you get people, or like any kind of cult, is you get people that are kind of estranged from family and their community, and, and now all together. of a sudden they they get to yeah they get to be in that and like feel loved and cared for and in a community i don't think that's wrong i'm hesitant i'm hesitant to say that scientology would be the first place to go for that i would imagine christianity is a lot cheaper i imagine from the jump but (laughs) (laughs) if that's the case they're a cheaper religion (laughs) imagine if they advertise them based on price (laughs) we're doing two for ones over the scientology lab today (laughs) um yeah, I see. I could see. I mean, being part of community is basically what. I mean, if this pandemic has taught us anything, especially me, I, I we've we've already know that we've kind of been extroverted people as it is. But that's the one thing I miss is just community and being around the friends that I that I have. And it's interesting. I mean, I've said this and made reference to this before, but the places where you're trying to lock down the most seems like the places where the people are going to congregate the most with their friends at their houses, which would be more of a seems more detrimental as far as a spreading situation would go if you're being a like realist you know what i mean 
Yeah. So I don't. Well, re- but that's the problem. I mean, you take LA, and you're right. There's think of the think of our group and our friend group and the people that we spend time with. Right. Almost everyone's extroverted. Right. It's just that kind of energy. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> no one that will tag along in our group or is like boring. Right. Even if they say dumb shit all the time, they're like pretty good socially. Right. Absolutely. People are just really good socially out there. I noticed that living in Bozeman. Not to say people aren't good. Like, they're very nice up here in Bozeman, and it's they're wonderful people. But, you know, sometimes they're socially a little awkward. Right. You know, the conversations kind of take a bit more effort to kind of get to know someone or a little bit longer. Would you say, Whereas would, in... Go on. Would you say that in both... That this is just something I noticed from being in a small town for a bit a couple of months ago. It seems like that people are more apt to just start, spark, like start up a conversation. Though it might be awkward sometimes, but it seems like in, like, I don't know, Home Depot or wherever you'd go, it seems like they're a little more apt to, like, just be a little bit more kind in those small towns as opposed to, like... Yeah. It, I guess For it's, sure. Well, they, you know, they're not surrounded by 800 billion people right. every second of every day. Like, o- often in a big city, you just want to get on with your day. Like, people are everywhere. You're right. getting all of your kind of yeah. what we are talking about community conversation and right. your extroverted energy like we're getting it out all the time think right. how often we're running into people and talking and conversing right. there are people out here that live on like a ranch they go to home depot that's the first time they've seen anyone today right <laughs> so they're willing to just be like oh wow and you know if you're from somewhere else humans yeah i mean especially england i notice that up here more than anywhere like people would talk about it in la but there's a lot of people from everywhere so they're not it's not they're not that bothered but here it's like wow you're from england and blah blah i have to hold that conversation right. <laughs> daily that's right that's you a blast. Know? so it is different it is different for sure right <clears throat> the the oh joe was talking about and the guy was too about like how long you want to live right because kind of kind of religion is is kind of geared towards that in a lot of ways you know it's like immortality either going to heaven or if you're mormon you get your own planet and it's just this idea (laughs) that that this is what we want to live forever right i think that's what they think right isn't it kind of vain it seems fairly vain it seems fairly man-made like that's for me that's what i always think that i always compare that to vanity just like because only man could think that up. There's no like dog thinking about where he's going. He's just like living right here in the moment. Yeah. I, well, I, but we we we. I think we can think further out in the future, right, in the past, right. than animals. True. I think that's a part of like how our brain works. Yeah. And so, therefore, it's inevitable that we think beyond our death and hope that it continues because we really can't. F- like we can't even contemplate what death or non-existence is right so it's easier to fill in the the gap but but you know joe was saying you know to put a time on it like do you want to live 200 years 500 thousand and he made a good point he said well if i'm healthy and my body works and i'm having a good time i wouldn't want it to stop right and that's an interesting question. Like, would you like would you want to live forever i think once i didn't think that i was thinking more no, until he did say that, and uh, I was—that's. I mean, interesting you brought that up because I was thinking the same thing. It's like, do you want it to end? If ever, like, if you feel great, I definitely don't want to be ninety-five and decrepit for the last fucking however many years. If I was like, 
lively as I am now and I had every all the health that I have now for extended periods of time, hell yeah, I'd stay alive. At the same I mean, t- that's the question, right? At the same I time... Mean, that, I thought it was fascinating, too. I was like, wow, I totally agree. If you're having a good time and you can still function and do the things you want, then, you know, it's not depressing you. Right. Of course, you just want to... Why would you not want to just stick around for as long as you can? Yeah, I also have heard, and not to, like, bring light to death, but at the same time, any time I've ever heard people having, like, near-death experiences in the same kind... Like, I, I think I've had a few in my life, not... Not to the point where I was, like, drowning and died, but it was, like, there were some times where I saw my life, like, flash in front of my eyes, for sure. But you have this, like, almost, like, I was just watching this documentary about it yesterday, and they, they were just, like, interviewed a group of people, and a couple of them happened to be, like, surgeons and physicians, so they, like, they weren't really at liberty to want to discuss the fact that there could be more on the other side, but they were, they all kind of described this similar thing about being super at peace and, like, seeing a light, and, like, they all kind of described the same variables like what happened so it was like just kind of interesting and i've heard that like in person from people too so not to make light of death but i don't think that i i I mean death is part of life at this point so i don't think it's something to fear you know what i mean well it's happening to everyone so you know and every everyone deals with it yeah everyone has to right so Shakespeare said it the is first strange day. that it's such a weird, scary thing that we know nothing about. Right. I, I mean, but it's kind of a cool thing at the same time. We don't need to know everything about everything. It's kind of it's in God's for sure. in God's hands. <laughs> I think if you think of it that way, that's I think of like religion more in that realm. Like God is the ocean, and you can have a glass of God, or you can have all of God. You just kind of take what you need and fucking be part of it, like be part of the wave. So you're part of it, but. <laughs> I don't know. He's such a hippie. <laughs> I'll take it. Such a surf hippie. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Let's talk about um, the pandemic book he wrote, too. Uh, what? How crazy is that, that he wrote the pandemic book? And he used as his, like, I guess, like, professional source right. for research, the dude that invented the vaccine. Right. I mean, like, how wild is that? I'd be interested to read the book just to see, like, how close he was and or how he envisioned it. I love how he said that he didn't, he underestimated how terrible the government would be. Right, right. Um, and how conformist we'd be. That's what he, I'm yeah, surprised he, exactly. about. I feel like we've been, yeah, I feel like we've been really pretty conformist, even though shit's still out of control in the hospitals, whatever. Dude, let's be fair. Like, people just kind of accepted all of this lockdown without shit, a doubt like right away without a doubt we all did but we were just like oh we're doing they sold us on the narrative that you guys are doing the right thing this is how we save the people this is how it all goes down this is how we this is how we do it mask and da 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 and they don't know shit they have no science they're just making shit up by their bootstraps just making it up on a on a hunch it's like I'm, well there's some yeah, there's scientists I mean, they kind of doing their best but but they definitely got lost, <sighs> you know, right. along the way and, and in certain places. I mean, they, they've talked about that a bunch of times. This is a good time to move on to the Dr. Mark Gordon, Andrew Ma podcast. Right. Heavily COVID-focused right. and health-focused. Yep. And, you know, these are the podcasts like Dr. Rhonda Patrick. That chick's awesome. Right. But these are the podcasts that first made me think about doing this type of podcast. Right. Because I was like, wow, I wish there was one that kind of 
you know, sometimes I'll listen to ones full of information. Right. And it's like, I don't know what to take away from that. And I'm not saying we're going to be able to tell you that because we're just probably not smart enough. Right. But it, it, it made me think about creating that dialogue, that conversation. For sure. Just to be like, what did everyone think about this? Like, there's so much information. And at the end, you're like, am I supposed to eat broccoli sprouts? What's going on? That guy is so smart. Like, he didn't say one four-letter word at all. <laughs> right? Imagine playing <laughs> Scrabble with that guy. <laughs> Jesus. Well, look, <clears throat> the big the big focus is definitely inflammation. Right. Right? That was what they got into. Inflammatory. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm dying over here. I went for a bike ride this morning, and I just phlegmy. It's gross. Uh, so excuse me. But inflammatory cytokines. That's what he kept talking about. Right. I don't know what a cytokine is. I guess it's something floating around inside you, but pay attention to it. Right. So you got to keep the inflammation down. Was he? Th- they didn't talk about saunas at all. I wish they had. Right. I mean, jaw. And, like, got into, like, that benefit. But that's already established. Those are pretty good. Right. And help with inflammation. But, yeah. It's all about the that stuff. So so what do we pull from it? What were the big takeaways for you? I mean, they always talk about... Well, he was talking about that stack that he takes. What did he say? He was, like, 68 years old, I think he said. And, I mean, he looked like a stud. Yeah. He looked like a stud. He was Pretty smart. Old. He was... Great mustache. He, great stash. He was he was firing on all cylinders, without a doubt. Like, and he... I mean, granted, he probably has all the best stuff known to man, because he has his, like, his way with it, but... Um, I think ultimately, if we haven't touched on it enough times, <laughs> vitamin D, vitamin C, zinc, and then there was another carrier that he mentioned about zinc having to get, in, get into the cell um, in order to... Pre- oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so to get zinc in, because they were talking about ZMA, zinc, magnesium, aspartate, right. um, which is like a calcium, I think. Right. Uh, they're saying that they need some sort of carrier, which is like... Uh, I think like a negative ion would make sense right. that can help pull it into the cell and that would be things like green tea turmeric there we go um, that sort of stuff so yeah drink green tea before you go to bed yeah and less caffeine right. messes with you absolutely I mean we always touch on it too I, they, they may have mentioned the exercise they always talk about that too so that just seems I mean throughout throughout this I've stayed focused on exercise and mental health and just making conscious effort to like make that a priority and life has been good so granted that's just for me and I have my own thing I'm tucked away a little bit but at the same time I think anybody can have that thing go outside get some sunshine and fucking do some healthy shit and I think things will be okay yeah the vitamin D level thing is a concern of mine I mean it seems like everybody's low on it all the time no matter where you are right. and it, and it's crazy to hear like because we're talking about the surfers right? right even the surfers had low levels that's one th- and it's like how is that even possible they're out in the sun right he was but the, he was I guess we're just not good at having higher levels yeah that's a big one I mean, Do you you take that right wetsuit I mean I'm I, I am an anomaly because I'm literally outside two to three hours a day every day just because that's what I do because I have a lot of free time so I'm doing stuff out basically homeless yeah basically homeless with a home so (laughs) Um, do you not take vitamin D then or what no I'm I'm literally sitting in the sun getting a tan as we speak right now in my little sliding glass door like just soaking up rays so oh good 
Uh, yeah, I get, yeah, I get plenty. Without of, a health. I get plenty of that. I think that you get it way more from the sun than any pill that you can take either. So I don't know that for a fact, but from what I've heard and read, that's the case. It was interesting to hear about um, their work with with like PTSD and and the soldiers and and that stat where special operations guys have thirty percent higher chance of committing suicide. Yeah, right. and they're not really focusing on like their hormone levels. Right. You know, they're just like, oh, you're just depressed from the things you saw. Right. So here's medication. Right. And, you know, I, I mean, these guys were definitely up against some bureaucracy in the medical community. Sure. And it makes sense. You know, you want to be skeptical of, like, new ideas right. and unproven things. True. But these guys are getting some good numbers from what they're saying, like some really good results. Yeah, absolutely. And I wonder why... I wonder why there isn't more of a focus on, look, let's just do what works. And and if... I mean, the the current way is not working that great for these guys. Obviously, for, right? For, like, soldiers and stuff. Yeah, because they're struggling. I'm sure. So the fact that they don't prioritize that stuff, like, right, let's check their hormones and let's see if these blasts and concussions and things have really thrown out their do you think those are, are levels is there a way is there science for something like that i don't want to say that i guess there has to be because there's science for everything i don't know if that's true but you think about those situations are so personal to every person like joe was making references like sometimes that shit will happen to people and it doesn't affect them at all yeah but i i mean i think that was part of the point the point is that you know like jocko for example yeah he doesn't he seems face. to have dealt with that stuff but i don't know if he had a lot of blast trauma. Right. I don't know if he was blown up in a Hummer or like obviously there was a lot of shooting around him, but I don't know if he was ever Subject seriously to. injured right. with with the kind of concussion blast that they're saying throw you out of whack. For sure. You know? So their point is it's not necessarily the things they saw, though those are probably really traumatic and horrible. Right. But it's like when your hormones are completely thrown out of whack you know, you start struggling with depression. Yeah. And obviously you're going to connect it to the events that caused it, which are traumatic events. Absolutely. So getting these people kind of geared up again. I mean, this guy that that came on, um, was that the, that was the Andrew Ma guy, right? He was the military guy? Yeah, I think he was like special forces. Right. And he was really struggling, couldn't get out of bed. Like, everything was fucking hard. Right. Like, you know, these are tough guys, really tough, resilient guys. Right. This is no small matter when they just, like, all of a sudden can't do anything. Right. I mean, brutal. Because they're strong. And now look at him. He's right back, 100%. How much of like, that is enough? I'm not undercutting anybody that's in that situation, obviously. We're talking about hormone levels and stuff. But how much of that is kind of mental toughness at some point because if you're not physically stopping like, like if you're not physically being stopped by your body then your brain's stopping you right from doing what you need to do so I, I don't know maybe I don't want to sound insensitive to that scenario but when they were talking about that it's like you can write your own narrative I mean granted I'm not I have not experienced the things he's experienced but it just seems like 
to keep going or to stay stagnant are your two options. And if you're staying stagnant, then well, I th- no, I think it's I think though that you're right. Motivation. I don't I don't want to sound insensitive. Being but. able to drive, but I mean, he's think about it. He's already a special forces guy, right? So he so he's mentally way tougher than you and I will ever yeah, be. Yeah, he has that. Gear. So this isn't just a simple question of like he just was being too lazy, couldn't get out of bed. That's I think when these guys take this type of injury right and then their hormone levels are destroyed maybe they're not making testosterone because of an injury or like who knows what's going on inside oh, yeah that makes i sense. think that the like you physically even if you could get up and do the things you still feel awful the whole time right like so awful it's unbearable yeah is is kind of what i was hearing yeah so until you put those things in place because of the damage I mean, it's a very unnatural thing. Absolutely. To be hit by a blast. Yeah, that's like fair. that doesn't that didn't happen hundreds of years ago. <laughs> no, <clears throat> there were no blasts like that. Nobody was getting blown up. Right. And having to survive. That's, that's... I mean, it causes unbelievable concussion issues, CTE. God knows what happens. Right. That's a very valid, so, very valid point. Very valid. Yeah, but. You know, there's so many levels to this. Right. They're just making the point that, you know, with everyone, it's good to know this information. It's something that you people should look at and try and monitor and make sure that, you know, these levels are in a good place. Right. And it, it's not just as simple as, like, working out and taking good vitamins, but it's it's important to, to know that stuff, I guess. Take that right shit. Right. I agree. Yeah. Tough. Yeah. It, I, it was an it was an emotional podcast. Yeah. It was it was hard listening to what he said, especially when they said they went to England and England didn't give a shit about anything they were saying. Yeah, kind right. of mocked them and went a hundred percent back to therapy based. And that was like the only place that you was, know. It's kind of sad. That was kind of the only place that did that, though, right? Not that that it's, not, yeah, not that, that doesn't like sell it short, but I just remember they kind of focused on that. It seemed like everybody else kind of embraced it thought and the research yeah they're getting they seem to be getting a lot of support which is nice right that's really good but yeah england was not helping so come on england if you're there you know someone (laughs) sorted out right get on it all right let's move on to the phil what was it dimers i don't know why i struggle with that guy's name i forgot i love this guy anyway marine land guy he's been on multiple times for many many years i love his fight I love how passionate he is about it. I mean, he really doesn't have a choice because he can't get away from it. Yeah, now, right. But each time he's come on, and, and then the big thing that Canada is like banned having all orcas and dolphin displays, and I mean, they're making some good work. Right. Uh, some good things happen. But you- and what Joe says, I think, is really valid. He's said it forever, too. Like, it won't be long, and we'll see this as slavery. Like, these creatures are very smart for sure maybe emotionally more intelligent than us because of the those parts of their brains that are right <clears throat> so big and developed i mean man if that's true Ugh. how awful is it that we just like stick them in these little pools i mean and i'm down force feed I'm, them and <coughs> i'm down to boycott zoos for the rest of my life i don't need to go after hearing that like i'm okay with that I'm okay with. Yeah. I mean, I don't need to go there anymore. I mean, I'm an animal. I don't think I've ever been to a place where, like, animals, like, you know, mammals and the fish and we're all dancing around. I don't think I've. I've been to an aquarium. Right. 
It's slippery they slope. They don't have dolphins. Because they act like they're, I mean, they are supporting them and, like, feeding them. But, that I mean, that's what they do in people in prisons, too. Now that you talk about it, it's like they just keep them alive. You know what I mean? <coughs> yeah. So, I mean. And they're rewarded for, like, making their little cackling dolphin sound and right. flapping around. And right. So they're just doing it to get food. Absolutely. Like, they're probably not happy about any of that not shit. Not at all. Not at all. I wonder why they're just coming at this guy so hard, though. I mean, especially because he gets so much support and publicity from the Rogan podcast. Like, why don't they just turn around and go, you know what? We're sorry about this. We drop all the charges. You want, like, it's all good. You want to know what's interesting, and this is a obviously a new way of thinking, but the fact that he was so negative towards them on the, on the podcast, and not that he needs to say with all due respect or anything or allude to that, but it's like, man, you've tried this for, what, eight years now or whatever, this fight? It's like, why don't you just be like, all right, here's here, somebody write him up a statement that's, that just provides Marine Land a chance to stay, like, keep face and just try a different approach and say this is what I think should happen rather than fuck Marine Land. The, you can find me at fuckmarineland.com and, de- like, to some extent, I'm like, I understand, man, but that hasn't worked thus far. Might want to try a new approach. I, I mean, from my perspective. <laughs> I mean, that's just me on looking like. I appreciate the fight. I appreciate the gusto. But nobody's going to react well to that kind of behavior. Like, they, they, they're just not going to. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he fucking hates them. I get it. I, I mean, get it. I, I, I'm not a fan of them either. tried to ruin his life. Right. For sure. For sure. <clears throat> but, I mean... I don't know. It just seems like if something's not... I mean, look. I get what you're saying. If it's not working that I mean, way... Could, Try something else. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. he's not got too far with it. It's really sad to hear right. that story, and it, it it's fascinating every time he talks about the walrus that he's so connected to, right. and um, you know, just that's that's when it really comes across like the real pain. I think that's where the hate, most of the hatred right. comes from. I get the that. fact that they've kept that thing from him, like, and he just. It's like his kid. I mean, it, it it seems like having his kid taken. Yeah. Like, he keeps saying that. It's like, this is my child. Now, it almost sounds a bit silly. It's like, all right, dude, I'm, it's wars. I mean, But yeah. that's just because I don't understand. I mean, I'm fairly connected to my dog. You know that. Like, I mean, I don't know anybody that's closer to their dog than myself. I, it was interesting hearing him talk the way he talked. He's like, I'm his mother, though. And I'm like, I get it, man. I, I don't know. It's not that I don't. I, I love animals. I'm not going to sell it short. But it did sound a little awkward at some points. Yeah, like how pissed would you be if somebody just took your dog oh, mur- and was like, you murder. can't see it, I would, and I'm going to sue you? Yeah, that would uh, it would be a tough go. I'd definitely be... I, I understand the play. Let's just leave it at that. I, I don't I, I don't want to say leave it at that, but I, I understand where he's coming from. He just got a little awkward from time to time, but much love to him. Yeah, his, his con... I mean, I think, like he said, what did he call it? Like, Phil... Um, fatigue. Right, right. He kept saying that. Like I, I think you know, probably a lot of his support has moved away because it's the same dialogue, the same story, yeah. and and it's like, how much can they do, or like, do they want to work for it? So it is fucking cool that Joe keeps, keeps him coming on and talking about it. Absolutely. And, you know that that kind of legislation has been like set in place to to like ban all the captivity and right. You know, it's a big deal. Absolutely. I mean, maybe we'll get to a point where it's like that everywhere. And then, I don't know. I mean, that's when that's when you really see when this his podcast is, like, 
has a really positive impact for on sure, the world for sure. when he can do things like that. Wasn't it, yeah. wasn't it also interesting talking about how in a lot of places there's like he was talking about those oryxes being uh, extinct, and he's like, but in Texas you can hunt them. Texas is like just a whole different, like a, it's like its own little fucking carnival over there. Right. <laughs> yeah. But it sounds cool. I thought. What was it? The oryx? I thought he was said, that what they I were talking he made about. Reference to the oryx. Yeah, the oryx, and then there was a couple. Of yeah, other, I think so. A couple of other animals that he made reference to that you can just hunt there. So. Well, he, you know, he's talking to the nuances of hunting. Right. You know, and it is. It's like, it's a. Uh, it's a tough conversation. Yeah. You know, especially with vegans. I got friends in England, that are really supportive of animal rights and so am I right. but yet I like to hunt so having that conversation is very difficult absolutely and when you get into things like look these animals are endangered everywhere right. except in this one place and so now you can hunt them which kind of helps with their numbers right. it's like you try and sell that to a vegan <laughs> that conversation's going nowhere <laughs> right right I get it yeah yeah I see it but I don't know it's like a dialogue you have to have but it's something you don't want to talk about absolutely yeah I don't yeah. It's like every conversation in a relationship. You're like, man, I need to talk about this, but I totally don't want to because it's going <laughs> to be a fight. I I hope that that's not the narrative from now on. I, I'm trying to change that up in, in my future relationships and my relationship now. Trying to Good luck. Let me know how that goes. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. It's early on, but it's good. Yep. You got to talk about it. Right. You just have to find a really good way to do it at all which is probably mostly just listening yeah just listen and add a little bit i mean maybe that'll help yeah who knows i think, I think listening is probably a, a very good gateway to good communication hmm um one thing that joe said that's cool is um because they were talking about the podcast and like i guess like the future of it and, and if you notice like almost every guest this last week all five of them like all of them stop at a point and just talk about what Joe's podcast is, how it came about, how massive it is, how intense, right? You know the the reach, and and I think it's because it's just undeniable now, right? And Joe doesn't really have a lot to say except like you, you're right. Well, it's it just kind of happens. I appreciate I the way know, he, I just kind of stay out of its way. Yeah, I appreciate the way he talks about it. It's like, it's like I understand. I guess that's just an acknowledgement. We can't, like, criticize people for doing it, but we listen to it so frequently. It's just like, all right, we got it, we got it. But Yeah, we got and, uh, and uh, maybe they can't help it. Yeah. Maybe we would <laughs> do it if we were ever on as guests, you know? Maybe just it's just the way it is. Yeah. It's probably just so overwhelming for right. the guests to come on. But what I liked about it is Joe is, like, still reiterates, like, what it is, how it became, right. and and that he's only ever going to talk to people that he wants to. Yeah. And he's really starting to push. Like, I think he said that he wants, like, one, like a top UFO expert on. He said once a month. Each month. At least one. Right. Yeah. That's great. I love that. I think he thinks that we're really close. I was about to say. To somebody uh, coming on and being like, dude, straight up, <coughs> the, we got aliens. The more he talks about are. it, the more I'm, like, in the back of my head, like, is it going to be one of these days we just wake up, like, fucking, and there's... UFOs just chilling outside like Independence Day. <laughs> like, how hilarious would it be I mean, if, like, all of all the news outlets, it's Joe Rogan <laughs> that finally breaks the story? I mean, that, that, that makes sense, aliens right? Exist. 
Makes sense. I bet if you why not? if you asked a handful of people, they would. I, I mean, I don't know how far a stretch goes if it's more than CBS or NBC or Fox or whatever, but I think you'd be hard pressed to say that his news outlet, more or less, isn't a lot more accurate than any writer left biased news station. Yeah, no doubt. You know, no doubt. Well, 2021, man. You know, it's gonna be whether you like it or not. It's gonna be another crazy year. I think. I mean. Yeah, of course. How, we walked right into... How, as soon as it started, <laughs> it was like maximum lockdown for the whole world. Right. What were your thoughts? Just to, just mean, to touch on recent events, what were your thoughts about that uh, breaking into Congress deal? Oh, yeah, shit. Dude, that was <laughs> wild. <laughs> I mean... It's like a weird third world country now. Right. What happened? Yeah, I mean, I've seen... Like, that's the kind of shit when you see, you know, you'd be watching it in, like, Brazil or South it, America, it, and they're like, oh, they've overrun the capital, right. and you're like, oh, well, I'm glad I don't live there. It's like V for Vendetta, but it did seem very, very, like, calculated and, like... I mean, not calculated. Those guys weren't smart, but the fact that all those things were put on the news, like taking selfies with cops and this, that, and the other, it's like, dude, that seemed fucking... Like we said, I, I'm at the point now where I have no idea what to trust any which way possible. Like, there's no way to trust anything. You want to hang on to something that you Dude, think is real. Just the fact that as soon as those people were, like, walking up on the Capitol, that we couldn't... I mean, even living in Bozeman, if I called 911 right now and said there's an active shooter at my apartment complex, be 50 I'd imagine that there would be enough armed security within probably 15 minutes. Without a doubt to take down a small militia. And we're talking about the fucking so White House. So to believe that we couldn't yeah. yeah, the believe that we couldn't completely surround the capital with guards right. I, uh, and keep everyone I mean I just don't understand how they were able to go in, put their feet up on the desk, kick everything on the ground. Right. Like how long were they just chilling out for? I had no idea. I mean, I, I no idea. That's the Look, it seems like they I get the sentiment, but I don't think that's a good idea. No, I, Let's not do that, guys. I don't think so either. Stay away from God. it. Get a better hobby. I love how after they arrested him, most of those people. Does Trump get impeached? Well, Trump I don't get impeached say most, no? but he, well, he's not going to be president. In like ten, they're not going to impeach him in nine days. No, I've heard that they would. He might go to jail afterwards, but he's talking about. Like pardoning himself, <laughs> which really should be the one thing that a president can't do. You should be able to There's pardon everyone. Literally, but nothing you. you can do or say at this point that will ever be like, "Oh, that's a surprise." It's like, "Oh, that makes sense." <laughs> that makes sense. Be like, "Yeah, it seems to make sense." <laughs> oh, and now there's aliens. Yeah, okay, right. cool. That was so right we just carry on not working and we can't go outside. Right. Okay, Let's get it. On to the next act. Act two for. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, at this point, it's like Elon Musk is now the richest man in the world. And every time he talks about putting, making a colony on Mars, I'm like, yeah, probably time. Probably time to bounce. Let's just do that. A no curfew um, colony. I'm down. I'll go. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's interesting. Might just take my anyway. My, good week of podcasts. You know, five is a lot. I'm surprised he did so many this week, yeah. but maybe he's just not super busy and has a lot of good guests. Right. We try and cover as many as we can each week. Uh, I don't necessarily pick like the most interesting ones necessarily. Like the wrestler one was really good for like motivation and like orienting yourself as a person 
and doing the right thing. I mean, there was a lot of good takeaways, but um, uh, I don't know. I just think about which ones I want to talk about. Right. So that's how we kind of pick those. But uh, yeah, Garrett, thanks as always for joining and everyone for listening. And we will be back this time next week. Peace and love. Take it easy.